0: One for and
1: the three, and a two, and the one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Studio 603. 603. Try and get that Beyoncé vocal range when mm. we do the 603. Uh, I think we just discussed it was episode numero six. Number Six, so we are pushing them out there, um, and we just want to say a big thank you to everyone who 's listening. Mm. We want to say thank you for the fan mail that we received the other day
0: Yes, to our great surprise we 've been getting feedback through a number of platforms uh, usually it 's not in the group chat, so i 'm just wondering if you know you just you 're ashamed of that you 're listening <laughs> to us or no uh, we appreciate it we 've gotten um a few freestyles from people mm, good freestyles good freestyles like
1: ones that make me a little bit nervous mm, of how good yeah
0: competition so yeah keep that coming keep it coming and we're we're always looking for topics to always. so please send us um themes that you, you would love us to address people you would love us to interview. Mm. We have some connections to some pretty important people. But this week, bring it back to this week, this week's topic is... Fragments. Fragments. We uh, picked... Sam picked one word. We've been thinking about it for about 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I have some stories that I'm going to tell. Sam has some stories he's going to tell. And we're going to... Uh, Just punch it out there,
1: see what happens. Mm, you know, try mm. and get the ball rolling. Um, mm. Mm. You know, fragments
0: is very subjective. Do, do you want? Do you want to start? You want me to start? I think you should start. Okay. When you first said we should make an episode about fragments, my first thought was cookie dough ice cream. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like a gallon of cookie dough ice cream, and you're sitting down watching netflix plowing through spoon in and every now and then you get a little little bit of love a little bit of cookie dough a little fragment of chocolate a little fragment of dough and uh, like i just mine those pieces out and usually don't eat the rest of the ice cream but that was my first thought when you said fragments i'm surprised your first thought wasn't Lucky Charms and pulling out the marshmallows. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> if people knew how often that happened in this apartment, dietitians oh. would be appalled. Yeah. Like, I mean, we probably got 50 cavities between us.
1: Marshmallow, Lucky Charms in this house are a big
0: currency between me and Matt. A, lo- a love language almost. Yeah, it's a big deal for us. Uh, your, your first thought, your first uh, fragment thought.
1: My first fragment thought, I think I was thinking more on probably just like the topic being a little bit more serious. So (laughs) I was just thinking like like who we are as people, Mm. pieces of ourselves as people and what Mm -hmm. that actually means and how we can, you know, put words to the uh, idea.
0: So, yeah, that's. That's way deeper than my first thought. Um, Mm. (laughs) So are you talking about how we carry pieces of people around with us? Like memories, emotions? What are you you talking about? You can go down any route you want. Like you can talk
1: about fragments of yourself, different Mm. parts of your life where you've left pieces of yourself.
0: Uh, You can talk about... I'm going to pause you there. Um, so you just said where you left where you leave pieces of yourself yeah where Where was the last place that you left a piece of yourself?
1: Oh, that is a good question um, a place I left I think maybe um I'm a very sentimental person
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh so in the last couple of years, I've done a lot of moving. So there's little little snippets of Sammy in, and, you know, this is going to sound very cliche, but you know what? It's true, England. Mm. Um, and also you can leave fragments of yourself with people. It doesn't have to be like geographical locations. Mm. I think, you know, friends come and go or relationships come and go and you kind of like, like when you have a relationship with someone, you give your yourself a, a piece of yourself to them and they retain that as like a retention that you that they keep and you just can't get it back, no matter like how how much you want it back, but you're always gonna have leave pieces of yourself with other
0: people uh and I guess for you, do you know just you just have this awareness that there are these pieces of Sam you know inside of their like heart or inside of their mind, or do they need to like tell you that they've been thinking about you? Do do, do those pieces need to be validated by the person for you to feel like you've left something?
1: I wouldn't say so. Mm. Um, I mean, I I feel for one particular person, I was very close to this person. I'm not going to name drop or anything like that. But um, it really pains me knowing how much of a connection we had. Mm. But unfortunately now there's zero connection. Mm. Uh, and I gave them a lot of like who I was as a person, a lot of like the real version of me. Mm. So I feel like it's like a fragment of me that was left behind and or I gave to that person. So mm. I almost think it's almost like a gift, would you say? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, mean, in, I mean, do you want to like take that... Do you want that piece back? Like do you just want that person to not have any, like, piece of you? I think, like, when you break
1: something, like, maybe 20 minutes ago, I just broke something of of glass that belonged to Matt, and it broke my heart because I (laughs) felt so bad. But, like, the first thought when you break something or fragment something is, how can I fix it, and how can I bring the pieces back together? Mm. So I think in situations like that, like, you just want to almost just, like, get super glue out and, like, eh, you know, try and fix it. But it's always going to leave, like, there's that old, like, cliche, you know, oh, like, cracks and parry. Like, you probably know more about that stuff mm. than I do, you know?
0: That is a perfect segue to the substantial fragmentation story that I thought of.
1: Rip it out, Okay,
0: buddy. so, um, man, this is, I can't, can't believe you just said that. So this, is, this works out really well. Pottery. Uh, So a couple of years ago, a couple summers ago, I did a series of classes at Operation Onesimus. We had one of our teachers who was just an amazing teacher uh, back out at the last second. And so I was up to bat, as they say. (laughs) Um, So that was... Five months, six months, uh, after I lost Rachel, my sister, and so I as a part of the cathartic process, I made the series of classes around brokenness, and I was uh, brainstorming and spitballing a lot with people about what they thought brokenness means, which I think is is not exactly fragmentation, but I think fragmentation. Is the end result of mm. brokenness. Yeah, um, and uh, at the time I was in Richmond, living with uh, living in Park Avenue, missed that place. Living with Sarah and Mike and Rachel was there, I think, at the time. Anyways, I was talking with Sarah in the kitchen and about my classes, and she said, "Well, you know, you you need you need to break something." Or maybe I was thinking I needed to break something. Uh, but, anyways, Sarah, Sarah said, Oh, well, I have some, some pottery pieces that I, you know, are, I have a surplus, which <laughs> still exists to this day. Like, she has so much pottery. She's an excellent potter. She says, I, You know, I was like, but I want it kind of big. And she said, Oh, yeah, I have this giant moon pot, which is basically two giant thrown bowls attached at the seam. And it's just a giant, like planet of a size of a vase uh, that you can break. And I was like, Oh, like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at Onesimus day one, I bring everybody out to the blacktop and I pull this moon pot out and I sit everyone down in a corner and I say, look, look at this masterpiece. Look at this uh, piece of art, this piece of art. I'm going to pass it around to you but please be very careful. I, I, I don't want anything to happen to this. The person who made this is uh, very close to me. And so they were passing this, this moon pot around. And I said, you know, think about the pressure that went in to making this and the hours that went into making this. And it was fired at 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit twice to get to its hardened state. And then hours were spent thinking about what glaze pattern to do and here it is in your hands. And I I took the pot back after everyone had touched it. And I say, and I started talking about perspective. I said, Oh, and, with pottery, there's perspective and like you, you held it and you felt the textures and look at it at this angle. And then I kept stepping back further and further and further I said, look at it at this angle. And then I took it above my head and I threw it on the blacktop as hard as I could. And it exploded. (laughs) And they, they, there's this giant (gasps) amongst all of the, Onesimites and I said let's go inside (laughs) and Dustin (laughs) Elsie had a dustpan and picked up all the pieces for me as I like went inside and basically gave this kickoff speech that said everybody breaks but at the end of the week I intercepted all of the pieces and sanded them down so that they weren't razor sharp and I bundled them up in uh, pieces of sackcloth and twine and all the Onesmites went into town to do their laundry, and I left on the table in the main hall a pile of these individually wrapped shards with the note that just said, "Please take one." Uh, and then I, I left, um, and so I wasn't there to like distribute them. But um, one more thing, and then I'm gonna pass the mic back to you.
1: Oh no, um, I'm enjoying this. Okay, uh,
0: so two years later, two years later, three summers later. I was teaching at um Great Lakes this year the teenage teenage class and we were I can't remember we were talking about Jesus which is always a good theme uh and one of my students came up to me and said oh like I had heard from somebody that you had broken this pot at Onesimus and um I actually have the shard mm. and they weren't they weren't there when I taught the class but they said I I have the shard and the shards are going around. Um, so I think that's, that's a really, that, that really touched me, that, um, you know, w- with fragments, you can give them to people and sometimes they will pass them on to other people. But I think that kind of balances with your story about... Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm going to, here you go. No, I'm
1: just, you know, some reflection and introspection, you know, Um, it's definitely an interesting concept Mm. to bring like a lesson like that because, you know, is it like a maturity thing that you know? When pieces of the, like of yourself are left with people, or is it just like a consistent pan throughout your life, even through mm. early development as a child?
0: Mm. Uh, yeah. I th- for me, I'm very relationship based, very extroverted. I do not enjoy spending. I well, I'll say this: I enjoy spending minimal time alone, um, and that I, is I, true. I process all of my angst, all of my love issues, all of my fears with people. It's always like deeply entrenched and ingrained with people. And so when something big and catastrophic or amazing and beautiful happens, I always have to go to people and kind of put it in their hands and have them turn it around. And then for them to tell me what they see and for Mm. them to tell me what they make of it, in order for me to feel like I have the space to recognize what it is or to give it a voice.
1: That's good, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> thumbs up
0: from Sam. Thumbs up from me. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's some good good talking there. I mean, my mind was going to, you know, like when you were talking about that, like it's almost relationships like you're saying that you need to be around people and stuff like um i find that also it's how other people are acting too Mm. and i'm just gonna come in with my own little like example is like Mm. if lauren is off like from her usual norm or like she's a little bit stressed or whatever Mm -hmm. i get i get instantly anxious like Mm. And the same with you. Like I said this to, I think it was yesterday, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I was to a couple of days ago, I said to Matt, I said, like, I know you're off right now or whatever, like, but it's making me really antsy that you're off. Mm. Like, I would, I'm, I'm good at like processing my own emotions and all this stuff, but as soon as like someone I care about is like off or like they're not running on their norm,
0: mm.
1: I start getting like very anxious about it (laughs) and like i i'll get which really helps the situation (laughs) i get irritable or i get like like quiet so it's really intricate you know Mm. Mm. very intricate talking about fragmentation and fragments and Mm. where we leave pieces of ourselves, and who we give pieces of ourselves to it's like a very complex Mm.
0: Would you, are you careful, would you say that you're careful and mindful and cautious of who you give pieces of yourself to, or who you give pieces of your stress to, or who you give pieces of your heart to, or would, would you, on the other end of the spectrum, there's kind of uh, like liberal and abundant and almost not careless, but almost careless giving of yourself to people. Uh, would you which which end of the spectrum are you on? Or I'd say I'm into like
1: very small. I can only monitor certain people. Like I'm like good with maybe a handful of people at a time. Or I'm not very good at like uh, I would say I'm not very good at having a hundred different mm. different plates spinning. I need mm. maybe. I mean, in Christadelphia, it's like hard to have 10 friends. Like everyone is like super chill and it's great. <laughs> and over the years, I've accumulated a lot of support network. So I'm kind of talking maybe a little bit, kind of a little bit mm,
0: mm.
1: like not true. I don't know. Um, so I'd say a reservation... I do hold a lot of reservation, I'd say, in terms of giving Mm -hmm. pieces to people. Mm. Would you say that you hold a lot of reservation?
0: (laughs) It's zero regulation. Yeah, zero. I, I, yeah, and I think, well, I think it's, I should probably be more like you and be more selective of who I give pieces of either grief to or pieces of love to or pieces of myself to Um, because I often, it's really messy and I, at times lose, I feel like I lose myself in the, the voices of others when they're telling me like who I am or what this piece of me is. But I
1: don't, but just to interject, I don't think it's a negative that you do that. Mm. I think it's a very good skill to have, have. Have many relationships and keep them going and be very present for them.
0: Yeah, and I and I I truly believe that you I shouldn't say you that I and people in general cannot fully know ourselves, yourself, myself without. And I think it's a it's a vulnerable thing. It's of to give pieces of yourself, especially ones that are closest to your heartbeat uh and let people hold those things you know not knowing if they're going to like throw it on the ground and break it into smaller pieces or like hold it close to their chest and say like me too like I totally understand what what you feel like or I see you I see this piece of you and I think it's really uh beautiful and um I do want to bring how much time do we have let's see here Okay, we're good. Come we, okay, a couple more minutes. I do want to bring up dating into this because okay. I think it has a place, and it's something that I haven't fully processed, and I, this may be the outlet that helps me process it. So, in the world of dating, uh, it's just such a weird—it's a weird system, <laughs> and we're—we're—we're we're pro- we're gonna have definitely an episode dedicated to this, but the piece about dating that I want to bring up is with the online dating scene, it's makes it very easy to have lots of communication and conversations and lots of face-to-face dates, lots of dates with a number of people. And you kind of, you know, you want, you want them to think that you're, Attractive, and you want them to think that you're witty, and you want them to think that you're Indiana Jones, (laughs) like (laughs) yeah, Um, selling yourself, Morgan Freeman, you know, Morgan Freeman. (laughs) But yeah, and you do that by kind of like shuffling through the pieces of badassery, or
1: you you go for the shiniest piece, yeah, and yeah, exactly, yeah, that yes, and hope they're like a magpie.
0: You know, here are only the mush- here are only the marshmallows out of my mixed bag. I brought a full circle. That was good. That was, like, that, was that was like infinity, circle. <laughs> Uh And then often, what I find is in this d- current dating context and world, people ghost so quickly. And Sam's been there to pick up the pieces of Matt when like someone just stops messaging or. It, it's so easy to just stop talking to somebody. And then I feel like I've lost, like, I feel devalued or I feel um, more vacant and empty than when I started because I've pulled out the shiny pieces. And it's like, oh, those weren't good enough. Like, oh, how do I, what kind of mating call can I adopt? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I've
1: seen it with you, and I think. We're all products of, you know, going for that lottery ticket. You mm. know, like that guy you spoke about. Does he do like thirty lottery tickets a day or what? Scratch cards. He is always looking for that next win. Like, and it's the same with online dating. You could have like twenty-four karat gold pieces of fragments shining in people's faces, mm. but they're going to be oh. The grass is always green on the other side. I heard this guy's got twenty four point one carat gold fragments. It's like such a shallow <laughs> component to the human psyche and we are all guilty of it, I think. Mm. Mm. I'm always oh maybe like Call of Duty call it sorry, call of duty. <laughs> I said duty um, is gonna be better than the last one. But they're exactly the same game, basically. Like it's just this constant perpetual cycle of getting caught in this motion of moving on to the next one to try and mm. I don't know, like quell some mm. void. It got very deep.
0: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um I I just I really wanna Emphasize how much we, uh, and maybe it's just me, but I think Sam's on the same train. Really want to continue these conversations outside of this, like listening platform. Mm. I I don't know. I really want to explore these topics with each of you further.
1: That's good. Um...
0: Any uh, any final takeaways, Sammy? No.
1: <laughs> I Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. Oh, my bad. I had it in my head and it went. The thing, reason why I chose this to be such a serious talk is because I knew we were going to talk about dating and I want it to be on the funny you one. I
0: did not know.
1: I want it to be on the funny one. Mm. So, next one is going to be funny stories about Matt's dating life. Mm. That's what <laughs> I'm looking forward to.
0: Stay tuned. <laughs> Okay. Uh, And the three. And two. And and the one. Fragmentation.
1: Take me up on a space station. I'm looking at you on the way station. And you're looking pretty thick. I'm coming up and I'm riding up and whip. And I've got a low cut car with the 16 inch rims. And I'm looking at you and the sky is looking pretty dim. Why? all the clouds coming over is it a fragmentation shiny and gold look at me i'm growing some mold i need to wash down because i'm microbiological
0: Watch me fragment like I'm in the movie Interstellar I'll narrate your life from the voice of Morgan Freeman It's always so good Mockumentary, documentary, document this Salmon and T uh, in 603 We're looking for you inside this conversation We want to have these conversations <laughs> with you in the future
1: Future I'm looking for a feature, put me on your next rap album if your name is Jose Baviere, Marion, Maggish Dare. Mm. go mm. for the marathon, you can do mm. it, see you pretty soon cause I'm coming down with Lauren and Maddie D, mm. welcome to Studio 603, oh. mm. you're getting funky.